0: Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
1: Welcome to Debbins On Demand. It's Chris Debbins joined by my fiance, Arielle. Hello. You and I are being tested right now by our dog. Yes. I think this is, I mean, this happens to a lot of people, Mm -hmm. especially... Well, actually, I think anybody who has a dog, because either you have a dog from a puppy and that is just a test for, I don't know how long that lasts. I mean, you got to train them. You know, they're peeing and pooping everywhere. and Or you get a rescue dog like we did. And uh, they're a bit of a wild card at times because yeah. you don't know what their history is. Yeah. She was lots, not. Lots of PTSD. She was and not. no therapy. No therapy to be had. I've been saying this. Are there dog psychologists? Therapy has done wonders for me in the past. And me, yeah. Um why don't they have those for dogs? She's got issues.
2: She's got some issues. She's got yeah. issues.
1: She, she was not a big barker. She's never been a big barker. We've had her for just under two months. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's not like we've had her for a couple days. We, at this point have gotten, I don't know if you can hear the background. Uh, if you're listening right now, she, <laughs> she is barking a little bit. Uh, I apologize. Um, Welcome to
2: working from home three yeah. years into working from home.
1: <laughs> she wasn't barking. Um, but all, and, and, we found out that she wasn't. She had uh, she had worms. Let's just cut the. She had worms. Her worms are gone, and now she's going nuts. That she has energy. Yeah. We didn't even know the dog that we had. She's
2: going nuts. Yeah. She's going nuts. She's very bored. Yeah. But she'll anyways, be fine. Anyways, she'll be fine. we we'll or, or she won't. We'll see.
1: I think we need to give her a job. I would love like chores to give her a job. around the house.
2: Yeah, what do you think she can do without a possible thumbs?
1: There's got to gotta be some sort of apparatus. Listen, we have iPhones, we have microwaves, okay, there's, we have Roombas, some sort of apparatus where she barks and some sort of, it like, you know, goes into, like, a funnel, and at the end of the funnel is, like, a duster or something, mm. you know, like, the sound equals the chore. It's, like, power. We could power the city. Yeah. With her barking. I think we
2: should, like, give it's her a hamster wheel.
1: There and, you go. and the
2: hamster wheel like produces energy, you know, like yes. they have spin studios or spin bikes now or whatever that like can power themselves by like creating their own power.
1: Yeah. We could cut down, I think, um, our, our utility bills by 50% if she, uh, if she was, you know, if we attach the hamster wheel to our, you know, a generator yeah. or something like that. I
2: think it's a great idea.
1: Our dog could be the solution to climate change, you know, wow. and sustainable energy. Wow. And they
2: say that just, it doesn't matter about the individual little people but it could it's her. It could. Yep.
1: it is her there's a lot of things switching gears a bit here there's a lot of things that uh as as millennials our millennial generation our parents still do for us that some people might view as like really you're an adult this is still happening your dad does your taxes yeah. And not in like a you consult him kind of way. Oh
2: no, absolutely. I send no. him my W2s and then my taxes get done somehow. Your magically. father
1: is essentially your financial advisor. He's yeah. basically your accountant. Mhm. Did his father ever do that for him? I don't I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. My dad used to help me with my taxes. Like this is not I'm not like trying to call you out. It's like, uh-huh. you know, you need to grow up. Um and to be fair, I don't even do my own taxes. My taxes are done by, there's people who do my parents' taxes that told them they could throw their kids in there.
2: So how is that any different?
1: No, it's really not. It's really not. <laughs> Although, my, I mean, like my parents. But
2: it's not like you found your own financial advisor.
1: No, but it's, it's not costing my parents any more. It's like they had some deal. They're like, yeah, throw your, your. Your 30-year-old child in. Sure. Sure. My parents use my Netflix account, so there. Yeah. It all balances out. But uh, I'll make a, a confession to you that you probably already know. Uh, another big one paying the uh their phone bill we still have a family plan Mm -hmm. among my parents my brother and i and uh i don't contribute to that yeah i they 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 haven't asked and and to be fair let's cut back to they don't they not only use my netflix they use my hulu they use other stuff too and i don't charge them for that
2: yeah i just feel like the phone bill might be a little bit higher
1: yeah i've offered it's like 10 bucks i think to add them I have no idea. <laughs> um also fixing things around the house. I still ask my dad to help me with a lot of that. Oh yeah yeah. I mean not uh, I mean uh, would you say that I'm like I'm I'm capable. I just put up blinds at, like an hour ago. Yeah, we're all very proud of the blinds. Thank you. I need the world to know that I put up the blinds. Yeah. Um, he was
2: really mad cuz I came I came in from a walk and uh didn't notice the new blinds. I was so, pissed so now we need the rest of the world to understand the beautiful blinds that Chris put up all so by himself.
1: So the blinds needed to be replaced because our dog um, <laughs> destroyed the other ones. She, you know, this this has been a recurring theme. This is not a new thing. She hates buses. We've mentioned this on the podcast, like school buses. She despises them. Well, we had closed the blinds because the Google uh, told us that it was a good thing to do. You know, cut down on the stimuli. Well, Monica said, hold my beer. And she decided to create her own view path yes. by essentially barking her way through the blinds. <laughs> that is exactly what she did. There was a massive hole yep. in the blinds the size of her body. Yep. Yeah, so anyways. Um, I I do think that some of these things, the, here's my little theory though. Why is it that my parents haven't kicked me off? My parents could easily say, no, bro, get your own friggin' phone, you loser. Your dad could say, "Your tax? I got my own taxes to do.
2: And I would say, well, guess I'm not dealing with my taxes.
1: Well, I guess that's a reason. (laughs) My theory, more so, is that these little, like, micro uh, things give the empty nesters a sense of, like, oh, they're still needed.
2: I don't think my parents are looking for that.
1: I guess, yeah. Well, but I think some parents are. Maybe. I think. I think some. I think we've been
2: watching too much Shrinking.
1: That show is really good. Yeah, but there, on, there's on like the empty, the
2: empty nester character who, like, clearly that's has a, no purpose. And so she's like taken to pet rocks.
1: But that's a real thing, though. It
2: is a real thing. It is a real thing. You but don't I think, don't think that's why my dad does my taxes. I think my think, dad does my taxes because he wants me to be a successful person because I'm his daughter and he knows that I will not take it upon myself to do this.
1: You really want if your dad said, you're out of here you really you would risk going to financial <laughs> jail
2: well no I guess no, I'd hire wouldn't.
1: someone to do them or would hire someone like a like a normal person you know <laughs> who, who from a different generation would do
2: I suppose that that's true, but I just don't think that he wants to take that risk
1: it's not a risk we know that <laughs> you would do this that you're a responsible adult if your dad cut the ties. And said, I'm not doing your taxes. I have enough things to do. I'm a working man. I travel. Don't put
2: this idea on his head. You know he listens to this podcast. I don't like where this he is going. He takes care of
1: your, your car inspection as well. I take
2: care of my car inspection.
1: You don't? Yes, I do. Oh, no. Sorry. You do your inspection, but your dad does your registration. Yes, that's true. He does a lot a lot of the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if he said, I'm done. I'm done raising kids. And and just cut you off. you He knows you're an extremely capable person. You would do those things. You don't think part of him is like, you know what? I want to, th- I want to help. No. I, we have to, we have to get your dad on the podcast. That's, okay. what, we, that's what we need to do. I just don't I mean, feel. I could be wrong. I could be like, wrong. Your okay. dad's, Your we know your dad listens to this podcast. Also, I'm sure he's going to tell us like, next time. Maybe it's a
2: different boat too, because like, it's yeah. not like he's a retired empty nester.
1: That's true. He still works. He still works. Yeah. Like he's a, he's a
2: very busy man with a lot of things to do and a lot of purpose in life. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like he's sitting around searching for his purpose. I feel like the type of person that you're sort of painting, which just yeah. isn't true in my case is more of the, like, whether it be the stay at home parent who then becomes an empty nester or yeah. Like the retired parent who's like, kids are all grown up, but like, don't have like, grandkids yet for them to like sure. reparent. So then they're sitting around being like, well, I've run out of hobbies and boards to join. And so I guess I'll do my kids taxes." Like, well,
1: okay. So, let me, okay. So I'm we not go. trying like to all the Pittsburgh mom. I see a lot of Pittsburgh moms. I don't know that your dad feels this way. I don't know that. And you know, I don't, I don't know. He probably does not. Um, I, I have this opinion because I see in myself now, I, you know, I don't have like a secret family that you don't know about, you know, that I'm like with adult children or anything like that. But like when well, you don't, <laughs> when I do things That's like good. the That's blinds good. or something like that uh-huh. there or, or something, um, there's part. I know you could do the blinds.
2: Oh, I don't think I could.
1: I think I come on. I know you could do that stuff. But there's eh, something about that I'd rather, or I'd rather not. <laughs> or, well, you're helping me, though. You help. see, like doing that, I feel needed and it makes me feel good. Yeah. The blinds were not a hard task. Like I'm like,
2: I'm not very handy.
1: Yeah. It makes me feel needed. Okay. There's, I feel there's a human need to feel needed. It's needy and needing to be needed. Yeah. It's needy to be. <laughs> I'm needy. We're all needy. Everybody's needy.
2: Everybody is needy. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I, I do see where you're going though. Like, and it does make, you wonder a little bit like we're sitting here having this conversation about things that our parents still do for us, even though we are 30 and very much self-sufficient, capable adults by all like spectrums of measurement.
1: We have jobs. I'm getting paid to do this right now.
2: Yeah, It's true. Like we have we have jobs. We have a house yeah. like we take care of ourselves. Um, we're getting married like we're starting our own family with this very annoying dog situation. Who's quiet. Yeah, she's being very quiet oh right gosh. now. Oh Um, gosh. But. So, like, by all, like, registers, like, it's like, oh, good, you're fully sufficient adults. Mm -hmm. But I find, like, even for silly things, like, not my taxes, like, I will still be at, like, Wegmans and be, like, debating between buying two kinds of cheese for a recipe and be like, well, guess I should call my mom for her advice on this. When, like, in reality, like, don't really need that, but it just feels like the logical step because she was making those decisions for so long. And I'm like, Oh, she's an expert at cheese. You
1: don't think that makes her feel
2: good that no, you called No, I'm sure it? it makes her feel good, but yeah. I'm just saying like, I, I think, think she likes that. I think she does like that because I think it we'll makes provide, her feel you're
1: providing a service.
2: Yeah, I guess. Okay. But like, I, it doesn't it just make you wonder like if it wasn't the taxes and it wasn't the phone bill, like when our parents were 30, they had kids
1: They did. And so I'm
2: sure also to the world, like they seemed like fully functional adults, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure they were also calling their parents, like whether it be for parenting questions or like, I just can't remember how you fold the butter in this recipe or like
1: whatever. Like, Oh, I know that my, my, (laughs) I I, I know that they, I know that my parents were because I, I asked my dad house fixing questions all the time. And he's told me that he used to, and still does ask my, my grandfather questions like that. Um, it feels a little different than like doing something for somebody. But I do feel like there is, I mean, like there is every generation does, I mean, every generation depends on each other up both ways, up and down. Yeah. You know, we're communal people.
2: Yeah. Something like that.
1: Yeah. But it does just so, make me feel
2: like when is pay my phone bill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You pay my phone bill. I'll pay your Netflix. And you know, this is it's a symbiotic <laughs> it's relationship. A symbiotic, it's a
1: 2023 symbiotic relationship. Yeah.
2: yeah but I, I just, I don't want like millennials to get a bad rep for being like, like lazy or like we're not like whatever because i just think that
1: we're caring for our parents by giving them
2: something to do let's see i just think (laughs) that that's i think it's more that like our parents did the same thing just in different ways like i think that no one ever feels fully like an adult and that when people in your life who you leaned on for that like support advice help whatever mm-hmm. like growing up like we're all aging like together like sure. our, my, my mom will always be 30 years older than me mm-hmm. and when I was a kid that meant like she was like a full adult and had all the answers or whatever like she was the person I went to with this mm-hmm. and now that I am a full adult and probably could come up with my own answers I'm still like no no but she has the answers like I still need to call her about the cheese
1: nobody has the answers
2: yeah yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Nobody knows what they're doing. We're all just faking it. And everyone has like the person they look for, mm-hmm. look to, I mean, for those answers. And it doesn't mean that they have any more of an idea of what they're doing or saying either.
1: When it comes to your taxes, your dad knows what he's doing. Oh
2: yeah, for sure. And I have no idea what I'm doing. But like, yeah. again, I could, like you said, I could and I guess probably would because like I don't really want to like go to jail or whatever, figure it out. Mm-hmm. But I have no desire to do that. I so just, dad, please just, don't stop doing my taxes.
1: I think I think that asking advice on things like that uh, is different than actually having a task done for you.
2: I guess that's true. And I
1: can't think of any situation. And I next week we'll follow, let's follow up with our parents to see what does your does your parents do something like your taxes or your inspection or something like that into your thirties. You know, or is that a more modern phenomenon? Because yeah, all, all my experience is based on my own life.
2: Yeah, I guess you that know? would be an interesting question. Like, did your dad's dad ever come over and just like fix the plumbing?
1: Um, without my dad being involved. Yeah. Probably. Almost definitely not.
2: Okay. So I guess. Yeah.
1: Almost almost 100% not. Mm. Now, did my dad ask him advice on, hey, I'm trying to fix the plumbing. Should I use this tube, this uh, pipeage or that pipeage? Of course.
2: Right. Well, that's like the cheese example. Right, I guess exactly. my mom's not buying the
1: cheese for me. Right. Exactly. Um, exactly. Now I really want cheese. So Why don't we, you know, we should have more snacks on this podcast
2: we never snack well okay, actually to be honest really,
1: everyone listening around can i was you like imagine, don't do that because that like, the mouth crunch, noises crunch,
2: Yeah. oh no what no one wants but, to listen but to that
1: there are like like podcasts um that have like famous people come on which you know we've got a lot of calls out there no one mm-hmm. has returned them but i'm just assuming that they'll get to it um they do have like green rooms where the people get to like have delicious foods yeah. and stuff like that and and alcohols you had by the way you had um kind of a insane thing happened to you on your your, uh, trip. You went to, uh, this is why there was no podcast last week, by the way. Uh, Ariel traveled uh, for work. Yes. And uh, you had a situation with, uh, when you were taking a cab.
2: I did. I did. This was an interesting segue from snacks. I thought we were going to keep talking about snacks.
1: We can, if you have more to say about snacks. I
2: don't really have more to say about snacks. I was just thinking about snacks. Um, Yeah. I had a very weird experience in New York City this week. Um, And it was, you know, like, They say when it rains, it pours. Mm -hmm. It was literally raining. Um, I had a travel day from hell. I like my flight was delayed. Fine. Whatever. I didn't have a layover. I get to New York. Then we sat on the runway or the tarmac, whatever, waiting for a gate for two hours. At this point, I'm like super late for everything I'm trying to do, but at least I didn't have a layover. So like, whatever, get a cab from JFK into the city That takes a million years, like, but it's fine. We're just, you know, traffic and rain. I'm three minutes away from my destination and was almost on time for that set of plans. Mm -hmm. And my cab driver hit a pedestrian. How bad? By the way, not bad. Like, and it was a weird thing where, like, actually, she might have hit him. What? Like, wait, wait, wait.
1: How slow was he going? <laughs> the no, cab driver.
2: So he was. She was on a scooter, like one of those like electric scooter things. Oh,
1: so is she really a pedestrian? I don't know. That's a good question. What's the legality of scooting?
2: Interesting question. Interesting question. I'm not sure.
1: Well, was she on the sidewalk or was she on the street? She was.
2: So she was in the crosswalk, and so she was okay. going straight, and we were turning right. Okay. And like. So basically, I'm and I'm not sure who had the right of way. They might have both had the right of way, whatever. Because obviously, you can make a right hand turn on red if there's no one in the crosswalk. Mm-hmm. But she, so like, we turned in, pulled into the crosswalk to turn right, and she was in the crosswalk and sort of like hit on the driver's side. So like, very mm-hmm. unclear. Okay. But anyways, doesn't matter. She was fine. Like she fell off her scooter, but like she was fine. Yeah. Like injury wise, I'm sitting in the back. Like. Are you kidding me? Like this has been such a weird travel day already, but like, I don't have any, like, like I'm just going to sit here. It's fine. Is it
1: going through your mind that you're going to have to testify at some point to what happened? <laughs>
2: a little bit, but I'm just, I'm sitting there. There was like a crossing guard or like some other like servicey person there that had seen it all happen. Who like came over, like whatever the cab driver, was super apologetic. But then what was really wild about the whole situation is this girl like pops up and the cabbie's like super apologetic, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. Like, are you okay? Oh my gosh. I didn't see like, it's pouring rain. It's like, whatever. Um, and she was like, oh yeah, no, I'm fine. This happens. Like this happens all the time. This happens every day. Like no big deal.
1: how bruised is she? I don't
2: think it happens to her. I think she was just saying like, in general, this okay. happens. She was like, let me just take a picture of your card and you know, like I'll follow up if like anything happens, but yeah. like, otherwise like no big deal. I'm not going to like report it. Like everything's fine. And she just like goes on her Brother, way because oh I had texted goodness. the people I was meeting up with being like, well, now I'm definitely going to be super late. Like it's at this point I told them I was close. They like already ordered me a drink. And I was like, well, I'm gonna be super late because we just like hit a pedestrian. And then I got there like 10 minutes later. So we were really only like seven-ish minutes delayed because of this whole ordeal. And they were like, wait, how'd you get here so fast? I was like, yeah, this girl just was like, nope, totally fine. No big whoop, just hit by a cab. Everything's fine. Well, go ahead. And and the crazy thing is I got hit by a cab in New York City like 2016 maybe.
0: Mm.
2: And also like a weird weather incident Blah, 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 blah. I wasn't injured. But I was freaking out because Mm -hmm. I just been, like, love tapped by a car, which is, you know, no matter how gently it hits you, if it's moving, there's an impact.
1: But you're not from New York City.
2: I'm not from New York City. And so I was, like, very, very shaken for, like, a while. I had some, like, weird PTSD afterwards. And Mm -hmm. I still, like, get weird sometimes about crosswalks and stuff. Yeah, like, I was extremely shaken and not, like, not chill in the situation. Yeah. In that instance, there had been, like, uh, I was in the Upper East Side, so it was, like, all doorman buildings, and so this, like, doorman saw it happen, like, he came out to see if I was okay and called an ambulance, and the cab driver also was super, super apologetic, and, like, it took his information and whatever, Mm -hmm. but in that instance, the guy in the back of the cab was really mad, And he was freaking out because they were waiting until like the ambulance got there and blah, blah, blah. And I was fine. And like, I was walking and I was whatever. And the guy who was like going somewhere who had been in the cab was like, this is going to delay me. I can't believe we're stopping, blah, blah, I keep freaking out. Mm -hmm. But now that I've been on the other side of it, I'm like, well, was he freaking out? Because it's really uncommon for the pedestrian that's hit to like call an ambulance and be like concerned.
1: That's got to be. So that's, that's, that's gotta be one of those things that's only common in New York City. Yeah. Someone like like us who are from, you know, from upstate New York, Buffalo, Rochester, what? Mm-hmm. That being said, though, there are, there, are, there are things that are common, I have to believe, to every region that aren't common elsewhere, right? Yeah. Like there's things like, yeah, yeah. we live in Rochester, there's things that are common here that somebody, if somebody from New York saw somebody... Wearing shorts when it was fifteen degrees mm-hmm. in January, like people do in Rochester. No, I mean, oh yeah, I, it's not like everybody does, but like it's not like a unicorn to see some loser wearing shorts. They the dudes do it all the time.
2: All the time.
1: It's so stupid. Mm-hmm. I think it's or so like stupid. Or like it hits like
2: above like freezing, and they're like t-shirt weather.
1: That's true. I'm sometimes I do that though. There, there is uh anytime that it, here's my rule. Anytime it is above uh fifty degrees. In Rochester, in winter, you will see a minimum of seven people running. Yeah. Minimum.
2: I'm one of those people, but I'm dressed I'm also one of those people,
1: too. Yeah. Minimum. It's the same with when, when, like, the first, like, weather of spring hits. Like the yeah. first, like, good weather. Yeah. I used to play a drinking game when I was on Park. I used to live on Park Avenue. Um, Gets a lot of runners around there. Like, the first, like, the first thaw, mm-hmm. right? You could sit on your porch, and every time a runner would go by, you take a sip of your drink. And you could be hammered in 15 minutes.
2: Yeah. And I do think that like, well, not so much the, the making a drinking game out of runners. I don't know. That might happen everywhere. But I <laughs> do think that like the level of being okay with being outdoors, like the threshold here is very different than the threshold is almost anywhere else.
1: It has to be, right? Because yeah. it's just the weather here is most of the year terrible. Yeah.
2: Like, I mean, even I was in New York last week and it was like maybe like... High forties, like maybe low fifties, and like everyone was complaining about how cold it was. And I was like, I high don't know, this feels low- kinda of balmy.
1: You and I also might be on <laughs> the far end of the spectrum yeah. of people like we are very okay being outside in the cold, but high forties, low fifties in March, like yes, I'll take that.
2: Yeah, it's like sunbathing weather. Oh well, yeah. What was the thing with um wasn't it Harry Styles who drank out of a shoe?
1: Yeah, wait, why, why are you bringing this up?
2: Like, just weird cultural, like, regional things.
1: Oh, yeah. that. So, what you're referring to is, in Australia, there is a custom, so I've been told, where you pour alcohol into your shoe uh-huh. and drink it from your shoe. Did you gag? Yeah, that makes uh-huh. sense, because I want to gag every time I hear that, but it's called a shoey. Uh-huh. and on, um, earlier this year, Harry Styles was performing somewhere in Australia, and some fan got him to do a shoey, and he reluctantly did it. And I got to give him credit. It's not always easy being a performer. You know, you gotta, you gotta keep your fans happy. He drank alcohol out of his own shoe after performing for how many hours sweating Ugh. in the shoe. Why, why is that a thing? Yeah, I don't know. But that's something that is, yeah. I'm, I mean, if if you were in Australia, I'm sure people know what that is.
2: Yeah. And we think it's like slightly more like, Oh I don't yeah. Know, they might also still like gag because like, Cognitively, you know that that's gross. Yeah.
1: But like. Well, they would probably gag if they're like heard about a garbage plate, which we have in Rochester. I also
2: gag when I hear about garbage plates. Oh, but
1: they're so delicious though. It's just the name is gross. So do all oh, the, the noodles, the the the, the meat noodles? sauce. The mac salad or noodles. Mac salad is noodles, right? Okay. So you got the mac salad. You got the potatoes of some kind. You got the hamburgers or the hots, which that's not, that's a regional thing too. We call them hots here. They're hot dogs. That's what they are, but they're not hots. But here they are. You got to then you put the you okay. put some ketchup and some onion. I think that onions, we're hungry and, and we might drizzle, need to <laughs> You drizzle the meat sauce. <laughs> Can you stop? The meat sauce, which some some people here also call hot sauce, which is just factually incorrect, um, except for the fact that it is usually temperately warm. Is that a word, Temperaturely? Is that an adverb? I or an adjective? find
2: everything you're saying repulsive, but I also think we might just be hungry because this we, we is are like hungry. we've circled all the way back to food.
1: The one thing I want to bring up uh, with your your trip, um, It's an unforgivable relationship offense if you, when your significant other uh, is away, if you cheat um, on them with a show. (laughs) Do you like (laughs) like the way that I put that really slowly?
2: Really slow. (laughs) If
1: if you are, if you, if you are, uh, you are, um, not faithful, and there's a show that you guys watch yeah, together. No,
2: I, I, I'm following you. I'm, only, I'm joking, like laughing, or like was like, what are, where are you going with this? At the way,
1: the way that I, well, put yeah, that.
2: but because we were watching a show yesterday where like, yeah. one of the characters was like, well, you know, like I travel for work, and so like things happen. We, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't, I don't like this. As I want a concept. You, I want
1: credit, <laughs> I want credit. It was hard to not watch to that, not cheat on me, to not cheat on you with Ted Lasso, <laughs> which is a weird sentence that I never thought I would say. Yep. I've been waiting for that show to come back and it came back when you were gone and I want you yeah. to know that I I held out I didn't even watch like I didn't even watch just just a minute I didn't just like you know just dip in a little bit no I just the I, tip I didn't do just the tip um I I didn't wow and that's love yeah you would have been mad right let's just
2: I would have been so mad and like I think I could get away with it what yeah yeah, yeah. no hear me out
1: because I'm agreeable as hell
2: no 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 no, no because i like to read ahead to the end of things anyways oh, I see what so you're like i mean with, with ted lasso what would have, like you can't really go that far ahead because it's coming out weekly yeah but for a lot of the shows that we watch like we're watching things that came out a while ago and i often already know what the ending is because i don't like waiting so it's probably good that we're now watching things that are out live so like i often have to like play it cool when mm-hmm. i know what's going to happen and I like rewatching mm-hmm. things. So mm-hmm. if I did already watch an episode and then I watched it again with you, I don't think you'd know the difference. It's
1: on the record. If you do that, that's cheating.
2: No, I, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying I think I could get away with it.
1: You think you could? But cover I it don't
2: up? think you could because like you wanna, hate doing that and like
1: re-watching. you don't like rewatching
2: things no. and you'd be bored and you'd be like whatever. Like, I'd be able to tell. I'd be you able would to know sniff the perfume
1: from a mile away. You'd be like, "Do you want to watch Ted So i will be like, "Yeah, fine." Yeah, like, I wouldn't be like jumping out of my jeans to watch it. Yeah. You know, that's not a saying is it?
2: nope absolutely not. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just saying I think I could get away with it. So.
1: Um there's a lot of things you could get away with that I couldn't.
2: Um What, I don't know. what else could I I like I don't like what you're insinuating.
1: <laughs> we um. always end uh with a random fact. It is legal to be buried at sea in the US. Okay. There are a couple of stipulations though. Uh the body needs to be wrapped in some sheets weighed down and thrown off a boat at least three miles from the shore doesn't that feel very mafia to you though like their stipulations were they written by the mafia yeah do they it, watch sopranos and say yeah just do. make sure you do that
2: like dexter those, dexter those, those were garbage bags but
1: still and also if you had to be the one carrying out the burial don't you <laughs> would not you be paranoid that somebody's gonna think you're just disposing of a yes, body because that
2: is how no one no one goes to see to bury their loved ones you go to sea to Bury the bodies
1: to get rid of the bodies. Yeah, yeah. unless you're like, I mean, I could see like a, a fisher person as fisherman, not the correct term. I don't know. A Fisher a fisher person also sounds weird, but someone who loves the sea, being a like a fisher, 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 uh, no, a, fish, a, a, a <laughs> fisher human, uh, a fish person. That sounds not like a mermaid. Weird. Oh, is that a mermaid? All right, I could see a mermaid <laughs> wanting to be buried at sea. You know, a merman, uh, a mer person. Um, <laughs> I, I could see that. I would think though, if I'm, if somebody tasked me with burying them at sea. I would be telling everybody along the way just so you know this is legal like at the dock, yeah. I'd be like this is a body art here this, this is legal This is legal
2: and do you think that that might actually raise the flags that it's not legal I
1: don't care I don't want some guy with a long lens taking a photo <laughs> I don't want a photo of me to just pop up on somewhere uh you know disposing a body you know that being said though If I was in, if I was in the mafia, Mm -hmm. I would try and get in with a funeral home who did uh, these types of at sea burials and see if I could sneak in an extra body in that bag.
2: Yeah. I still think that the smartest thing I've ever heard or seen was in the Ozarks, which was also a television show, Mm -hmm. but they owned a crematorium so they could just cremate the bodies.
1: That was genius. It was
2: genius. In
1: a very dark, dark way.
2: Yeah. Very dark. I just, that's what I would do.
1: That's what you would do. So if you ever buy a crematorium, I should know that you're up to something.
2: Yeah. If I ever buy a crematorium, we have a lot of issues because they also creep me out. But I just think that's very smart. It is. It's I, smarter it, than sneaking extra bodies in to go to sea.
1: <sighs> well, not everyone has access to a crematorium. How many crematoriums are for sale? Also, What's the market? Way, you see the, the housing market? What's the crematorium market? Why can't market? you just
2: then sneak the body into a normal grave?
1: People, that's that's a thing that there are like they did that in Sopranos I'm pretty sure no
2: I know but then why would you have to do it at sea
1: I'm just thinking make an opportunity
2: oh okay okay there's just a lot a lot of C.
1: yeah don't Although, fact check me they might it might have been a different there's a cemetery uh, here that,
2: that has that. lots of open graves that's a weird what? thing yes in Pittsburgh we saw this oh my gosh they're like advertising on their like um
1: yeah fence. We, should, we should talk about about that ridiculous thing like is there certain we should talk about that next week are there things that you just shouldn't put ads out for it just feels tacky to like advertise for yeah. uh maybe we'll talk about that maybe we'll forget um
2: gravestone vacancies would be
1: one of them yeah take a seat lie down See how it feels. <laughs> um, another debins on
0: demand for you here next week i uh, talk to you later bye this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what